Welcome to Living Light Radio with your host, Ranbir Poir. That's me, where we'll give you a dose of inspiration, application, and adaptation every single week so you can embrace the light of your life and live the life of your dreams. I hope you'll join us every Friday. Hello and welcome back. I'm going to start with a quote from Mother Teresa. Loneliness and the feeling of being unwanted is the most terrible poverty. October is just around the corner and with it comes World Mental Health Day. And I found a definition of mental health on the website for mentalhealth.gov and I'm going to read it out for you. Mental health includes our emotional, psychological and social well-being. It affects how we think, feel and act. It also helps determine how we handle stress, relate to others and make choices. Mental health is important at every stage of life, from childhood and adolescence through adulthood, end quote. I'm very grateful that mental health is acknowledged today and the support for people that are suffering is really growing. It's such a wonderful thing to see and that's such a good trend. And, but unfortunately, we're balancing this awareness um, with rising rates of anxiety, depression, suicide, self-harm in kids is growing at epidemic rates. And you may know this already, but suicide is the second leading cause of death for people between the ages of 15 to 29. This is troubling. These kind of stats are what keep me focused on continuing to contribute to the mental well-being of my community. You know, everybody has a little piece that they can do. My own struggles help facilitate my ability to inspire change. You may have noticed that I'm trying to do more of that now because I'm an extremely private person, believe it or not. So it takes a great deal of effort and faith on my part to share. I work at creating a good mental space for myself each and every day. Part of that includes my routines, which you might have heard me talk about my MMA, which is my movement, meditation and appreciation. That's how I start my day. Other things include being courageous and going into emotional territory that feels scary for me. One thing that I had to work on a lot in my mental well-being journey was learning how to ask for help. Asking for help can be incredibly hard. Well, asking for real help, that is. It's not for the faint of heart. Why do you think it's so hard? You might have your reasons uh, for that. But for me, it's hard because it's risky. I had to let go of my ego. I had to let go of control and be vulnerable. But I'd like to share the top three reasons why this was a hard Thing for me to learn how to do. Number one, I found it hard to ask for help because I found it hard to trust. That's a theme for me. <laughs> I didn't want to get hurt. You know the old saying, better the devil you know. The fear of being rejected if I asked um, made it far too difficult and painful for me to follow through for, to ask for the help that I needed. I always convinced myself that I would be let down. It was easier to stay in victim mode than it was to be courageous and ask. Number two, 
To compound matters, I never felt worthy of help. I knew how it felt to feel worthless. I had no idea how it felt to feel worthwhile. It was so foreign to me. I know people find that hard to believe now when they meet me now, but that's, you know, (laughs) an evolution of sorts that's happened, right? Um, And number three, which is my last point, I always felt ashamed of not being able to do it all on my own. I pride myself on being independent and I don't want to burden anyone with my problems. And I still work on number three um, today. So it's even though I've dealt with this and I'm better at asking for help, the, the last one, you know, of being independent is still something I work on, right? So it's, it's there, but it's under control. So there it is. Those are my three reasons why I used to struggle with asking for help. What is your list look like? Take a moment and write down your top three reasons. Are they similar to mine? And if you feel comfortable, please email me your list to info at freewithin.me, or you can post it in the comments below. If you, you know, if you share it with me, I'll definitely give you my thoughts and try to support you best I can. For some people um, that I've worked with over the past, asking for help can feel selfish. They feel that others are worse off than they are, so they should just grin and bear it. And then again, for others, it's just a matter of pride, right? With the ego kicking in. You also could be thinking, hey, Ranbir, I ask for help, but I'm always rejected. If that's happening, then there's an issue that you might not initially consider or want to consider. And I'm not saying that it applies to your life. I'm just saying, take a look and see if you can find it. Because quite frankly, I've been guilty of this in my lifetime. So this is what happens. Do you ever ask for help from someone when you know, you know, they cannot deliver? You know this in advance, but ask anyway. In my experience, this tends to happen most between the closest relationships when you are testing the love of another. If he loves me, he'll ditch his prep for that presentation and focus on me. Hello, ego. This is when your ego is not serving you well because it's setting you up and the person you're asking help from, help from for for failure. I can't get the words out again. That was a lot of uh, tongue twisting happening there. So you set yourselves up for failure, you and the person you're asking. It's a way to reinforce the victim story you may tell yourself. You know the one that you're not worth it. But this week, I'm asking you to take the risk. Let go of your ego, not ego, and trust. Trust the people that have chosen to be in your life. You may even find help in the most surprising places. Quite often, we don't pay attention to the love we already have in our lives. We know this. We don't notice the support that's already there. Sometimes, in some situations, we ignore our blessings and so much that we go in search of greener pastures only to have the same issues run on repeat. We set ourselves up to fail so we can continue on with the sad story of our lives. The story controlled by your inner critic. I know all about this because I've been guilty of doing it. 
It wasn't until I solidified my self-image did I understand what asking for help actually meant. Asking for help meant being okay with being imperfect and being okay with not being impervious. Asking for help meant being okay with receiving. And I talked a lot about that last week in my post on imposter syndrome, which is episode number 21, if you haven't heard it yet. And taking more from that post last week, you'll see quite often that the people that can help us the most can also hurt us the most. Why? Because they're the closest to your heart. It's an emotional gamble, no doubt about it. But the way you put the odds in your favor is to focus on awakening your inner champion. Focus on seeing your worth. Put a higher value on yourself, please. Please, the people in your life are in your life because they want to be. To help myself feel better when I was struggling with this, I created the following exercise. Because sometimes when you do things, what I'm about to describe, it really helps you see the reality of your situation. I made a list of all the things people have offered to help me with. It's a good place to start if you're struggling with the idea of asking for help. Sometimes you can't understand the sheer volume of love and support in your life until you do an audit like this. This audit will show you how much you're loved. List as much as you'd like and go back in time as well if you like. You might remember a grade two teacher giving you a wonderful, wonderful hand up, right? Could be something like that. This exercise is meant to give you an understanding of your support system And I'll give you a tip. Don't take shortcuts and tell yourself that no one has ever offered to help you in your whole life. Also, remember that if someone offers to help you, it is up to you to follow up. Don't expect them to chase you so they can help you. You follow up and follow through. It's on you. So that's an exercise you can do. And your to-do this week, if you can try to focus on what you need help with in your life, make a list, then pick one item from that list to take action on. The best advice I can give you about asking for help is to be specific with what you need. I share this because I used to do this also in the past. I'd be very general and very vague with lots of maybes and only if you can, you know, that kind of really vague asking because I was so afraid to commit to the ask in the first place. I have learned that if I did this, you know, if I had all these struggles and I used to do this in my life, then a whole bunch of other people probably do it too. By being specific, you give the person you are asking for the best chance to contribute. In other words, you set yourself and that other person up for a win. Most people are willing and able to help, but only if they know what you need. Asking for help takes practice. So my advice is is to start small, right? Take that one thing on that list and ask for help from that one for that one thing. The other thing you can do is we have a free course, 10 Techniques to Awaken Your Inner Champion, and it focuses on the topic of asking for help. And within it, the course is free. There are excellent exercises that will help you overcome your fear of asking. And the course is designed to support your awakening. And it can be described as an enlightenment for the realist, 
So it's a great place to start if you want to dive deeper into the topic of asking for help, because there are really good exercises in there. And when we get back to asking, I have a small ask of you today. If you can please leave a positive review for this podcast, I would really appreciate it. It's usually quick and easy to do from your phone or your computer. Positive reviews help us help more people by improving our reach because that's the purpose of this work. It's to help awaken as many people as we can so they can light up this whole world. I want to leave you with one last thought. This post is focused on people like me that have had struggles and challenges in their lives. Really, really hard ones. But if you're struggling with serious mental health issues, please know how much you're loved. And also, please reach out to your nearest clinic or hospital because you are so valued and we want to see your light shine bright. Thank you. And I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Happy Friday. Thanks for tuning in today. Please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and to visit our site, www.freewithin.me. Talk to you next week.